raising children on your own will secure you a place in heaven. Hello friends, I am Dr. Faltos and I am many things. One of them is a single mother of three. So let me share with you a thing or two I have learned about raising children solo. Raising children solo is a wild ride. And self-control is one of your secret weapons for keeping cows under control. Because a stressful situations is a large part of your daily life when you are a single father or a single mother. From no knowing why they are crying or why they hate sleeping when they are babies, especially when their only responsibility at that age is eating, pooping, sleeping, and being cute. All the way to the teenage years when sometimes you can take it anymore. And even when you don't say it, because you're a parent in social responsibilities, social standards dictaminate that you cannot express yourself willingly when you're a parent, inside of you, you feel like you just want to push them back from wherever they came from so they can stop answering back and just do what they have to do. But obviously, my friend, you cannot do that. You can never do that. So let's talk about self-control. Self-control is the ability to regulate and manage your thoughts, emotions, and behavior, especially in situations where impulses or immediate gratification can be tempting. Self-control is making conscious decisions, reasonable and logical decisions to align those decisions with one of your long-time goals, which is make a good person out of your child. But my friend, there are so many walls that you will have to jump. So many walls. I know because I've been doing this single mother business for over 31 years. So there are so many walls that you will have to jump, my friend. So here are a couple of things that you can do, including practice self-control to help you deal with the confrontations, with the disputes, the oppositions, the oops and dams about raising children on your own. One, set priorities. And saying, I have to do this, I have to do that, it doesn't count as setting priorities, my friend. Identify your needs, the things you have to do to survive and keep you going, and prioritize on those things so you can control your time, control your environment, control your thoughts, and focus on the most important task because that will prevent you from feeling overwhelmed. And just do what you have to do. Don't think about it. Just don't think about it, my friend. Do what you have to do. Just get it done. Get it over with. And you will see that that feeling of overwhelmed is not going to overpower your mind and your body. Two, establish routine, my friend. 
Create consistent daily routines for yourself and your children to bring a structure and a stability. And even when you are feeling lazy, when you're feeling down, when your brain is tired just from being alive, honor those routines. That will teach your children a structure. That will teach your children responsibility. And also, you can use some form of motivation techniques that can help you and your children to cooperate with you. Because trust me, you're going to need to learn how to cooperate with yourself to be able to get the job done. Three, delegate and seek support if you need it. Don't hesitate to ask for help from friends, family, or a support group. Join a support group. If you're like me, like I didn't have any family in this country, in the United States. I didn't have any family. It was just me and my children. Sometimes I just felt overwhelmed. Sometimes I wished that I could bring my children to social services every once in a while just for a day of babysitting without any negative consequences, just because I needed a break, just because I needed a few hours of a break. But unfortunately, we cannot do that. So ask friends, ask a family member if you have one. Ask your neighbor, ask anyone for help if you need to. Also, finding a support group, talking to a support group is a way much better alternative, especially when everyone is a single parent in that support group. That will help you with the feeling that you are belong to a community like you that can help you to understand that there are ways of dealing with those challenges and still make it through in one piece. Four, time management, my friend. Efficiently manage your time by planning and prioritizing activities and give your children some responsibilities too. Like for example, when my children were little, we have a calendar in the kitchen and on that calendar, we wrote the responsibility for each one of us, including myself, for each day of the week. I cook, you wash the dishes. I do food shopping and you do the vacuum. I clean your room and you clean the bathroom. And those responsibilities will change weekly, but that will teach them some sort of a structure, some sort of responsibility, some sort of time management that can help all of you. Five, self-care. Schedule regular self-care activities for yourself. Taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally enhances your abilities to handle challenges and control yourself when you have to. Like for example, when my children were little, I used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning so I can take half an hour to sip on hot tea, to meditate, to think about my date, and sometimes to read a page or two of a book that I like that I couldn't read when everyone was awake. Waking up earlier than everyone else will help you to keep you ground. That half an hour every day kept me grounded. And it worked, my friend. If it worked for me, it might also work for you. Six, decision-making. 
pause before reacting stressfully to any situation. That is what self-control means. Mindful decisions making help you to respond thoughtfully rather than impulsively. I had to stop, even now, my everyday life, I had to stop and think before I act because my first reaction to things are not always the most appropriate one. So I have to take that moment, stop and think before I react. It looks like a lot, but it only take a few seconds, my friend. And practice make perfect. The more you do it, the better you become at it. So you don't regret your decisions later. Nine, communication. If you watch part one of this series, you'll learn that communication and emotional awareness are key for self-control. Openly communicating with your children about expectations, about emotions and feelings, create a supportive environment for everyone that will help you and them to foster and grow self-control practices, which will benefit all of you. Like for example, when my kids were going to middle school, I told them, if you do something wrong and you tell me first, if I learn it from you first, I promise that I will not get mad and we just work it out together. I promise to keep my temper under control. I won't yell, kick, and scream. But you need to tell me first. And my friend, that worked. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I feel like crying for making that deal with them. But my friend, it worked. And finally, learn how to say no. You need to learn to recognize your limits. Recognizing your limits will help you to decline any additional unnecessary responsibilities and let go on the things that you cannot control because you have to create and maintain balance, which is essential for self-control. But also you need to understand one thing, which is extremely important. If you say no to your children for whatever reason, if you say no, you also need to explain to them why. You have to give them a reasonable explanation on why you are saying no. Because saying no just because I don't want it or because I don't like it, sometimes that gets you in more trouble than solutions. And saying no just because you don't like it or because you don't want it, that will never help you with them. Take two seconds to explain why you are saying no. And trust me, my friend, your children will listen. They listen even when they pretend that they don't. They always listen. And remember, my friend, Self-control is a skill that can be cultivated. It's like a tiny seed that you plant, you nourish, and you take care of it. And before you know, that seed will become a tree that not even a hurricane can break down. And that, my friend, will be you. If you like this video, please like and subscribe because it can help me to grow my channel and keep creating videos for our single parent community, my friend. 
Also, if you have any questions or any comments or if there is anything specific that you would like me to talk about, please put it in the comment and let me know. Thank you and stay tuned for part three.